episode of what's poppin or possibly something else but maybe what's poppin I mean, we're still you know we're, we're working out the kinks we're still we're working out the kinks you know Rome wasn't built in the day all it right? was not it took a while right? right we're still getting things going but so this is all right I guess we should say our names that'd probably be a good idea <laughs> my name is Jonathan Hamilton and I am Joel Butcher alongside our wonderful producer over here Declan what up what up what up Condon, right? Declan yeah, Condon. Condon. Yeah. Like Condon. From Boston. Boston. From Boston. Go Sox. So, uh, but basically here we just got a show. It's going to be kind of just whatever we feel like talking about. Uh, today's episode is just Netflix and kind of the poor state they're in. I mean, that's the main topic we're trying to stick to, but we're going to cover a lot of different fun things today, I hope. We got an appetizer, we got an entree, and we got a dessert for exactly. you today. Exactly. So, so we look forward to talking about a myriad of different topics and, uh, you know, having some laughs because that's what we're here for. We're here for the laughs and here for the banter. So Absolutely that's that's banter. what we're here for. I mean, we're just banter, guys. You know, we came together on TCT. Just the banter. We could put the banter on a pedestal, you oh yeah. almost say. We put the banter on a pedestal. Absolutely. It's something we hold near and dear to our hearts, and we're going to yeah. hope, hope to bring – uh, bring some of that out for you, but first we're talking about you know um, another podcast, uh, macro dosing. For those of you unfamiliar, Arian Foster, uh, one of the hosts on there, recently he was you know the whole NFL is scripted thing. It's really been kind of coming to a head this season with some of the just the weird things that have been happening. I mean, it's always been one of those things with the NFL, any sport really. I mean, Aisha Curry, she she basically uncovered for America that the NBA is rigged. Mm. So uh, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about, just some of the the memes that have come out of that. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, first topic, I mean, what, what do you got for uh, uh, You know, it's just you, every time you go on, on sports social media nowadays in the last few days, and especially after that B- Bengals-Chiefs game, you can't avoid the script comments, the scripts, the <laughs> you know, the like, oh, Antonio Brown getting his script memes, yeah. the Aaron Hernandez getting his script. Mean, I've got to hear what we're ready for, what we're ready to read them. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's just everywhere. And, 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 of course, you know, Arian Foster goes on his podcast the other day and, and of course, facetiously says the NFL is, is scripted. And <laughs> and some people, some people are taking it really seriously. I and mean, i got to say, for, I mean, for those unfamiliar with, you know the sh- the how that show goes. I mean, it's it's a Barstool podcast. You know, it's not suppo- it's a conspiracy podcast. It's not you know supposed to be the most right. serious thing ever. But like for those like I guess don't keep up with Arian. Like he's very into that kind of world now. I mean, he's like he's not your typical athlete. And so to see like that deadpan delivery of like this in the seriousness in his voice and face, I was like, man, <laughs> get this man an Oscar. Yeah, this he was like, uh, this is incredible. You know, they give us the script before. Uh, 
training camp, and uh, you know we uh, we have to practice what what happens. You know, it sounded very, it sounded it very sincere. It sounded <laughs> like it was like Bob Lazar on Joe Rogan S. It was like, <laughs> here's my story. If this I could, if I could build in here, I <laughs> think I think it's the funniest thing. I didn't really know much about Arian Foster before the whole show, and then I started listening. I'm like, this is something that I could actually like hear him like being like real about, like actually yes. like saying like, that's true. He would. That's, yeah, that's another thing too about him is he's definitely. You know, if the NFL were actually scripted, which you know I hope we can all kind of agree here, it's, 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 it's not. There's no way it could be. Uh, but he's the type of guy that would be the whistleblower on that, which makes it just ten yeah. times even funnier because it, that's just the type of reputation he had kind of in the league. And then you know, with with any NFL player, no, no matter how you know dynamic, crazy, unless you're like one of like these guys, like a Tom Brady, or like I feel like you have to really be a quarterback. Like once you retire, it's pretty easy. Like people just you know, he's still been up and at like at it, like been productive with stuff, making yeah. music, but you just kind of go off the radar, I guess. So people were a little less familiar with what he's been doing, and it just it landed perfectly. Yeah, a, a perfect storm, so to speak. But yeah, Arian's career, I feel like, and I, I speak for myself. I don't know if I speak for you guys, but he kind of just disappeared from the NFL. I mean, I remember yeah. he played for the the Texans and had a, a few productive seasons there, and then he went to the Dolphins, I think, and then kind of just subsided into just he, he left like I, I don't know what happened to him in his I nfl was, career it was weird he's uh, like because he i think how long was he in the league total do you know like off the top of your head like i want to say a little bit like eight seven or eight years i want to say i mean i can i can pull so up that's another reason it's kind of weird for me because usually like you know when you get players like that that are so dominant i mean and i guess he i mean played, oh, for played a, eight for seasons eight seasons okay so yeah so we're Barry Sanders was nine or something like that. Yep. Calvin Johnson was about eight, nine, eight or nine. I, uh, his body of work in eight years yeah, is something, or nine years, whatever, is something to, to marvel at. I don't see why Aaron Foster wouldn't be, you know, kind of included in that same kind of, you know, what it, I guess, because he was never, he was had spurts like where he was the number one. He was a ball player. He was not Calvin Johnson yeah. level by any but uh, I still stretch think of the imagination. It should have been talked about as to why he retired so early, but. I mean, with the nature of running backs, too, that's a hard thing to maintain for so long. I mean, I know he's multiple, like a four-time Pro Bowler. Yeah, he's, pro uh, or something like he's got that. two t- two first-team All-Pros, second-team All-Pro, four Pro Bowls, uh, two-time rushing touchdown leader, and uh, he was the rushing yards leader in 2010. So he's he's flirted with, with greatness, for yeah. sure, in, in his career. So, I mean, he, he had a solid body of work, and now he's making funny memes and, yeah. uh, on, on podcasts. It's so. always interesting to see people that – like are so elite level at something and then kind of go once you know once they're done with that they go into something almost completely opposite like he's been making music he's been doing this yep. podcast like it's like pat mcafee he's ki- yeah he's killing yeah. like i wouldn't be surprised if he kind of not because he's not the same type of guy as pat mcafee but no, like he's kind of talked about almost in that same breath if the things keep going the way they are for him but i just had some of my favorites uh of the memes i saw uh well they this is off of macrodosing's instagram post uh, but it was Robert Griffin the third. He tweeted, uh, reading the end of the script for 2012, and it's the <laughs> gif of Will Smith just collapsing and bawling on the floor. <laughs> 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 oh my uh, god! For those unaware, that's uh, the season he tore his ACL. And I believe maybe a few other ligaments there, or yeah. maybe a, f- a couple times he did it. I don't know. Uh, let's see some other ones. Uh, Tom, yeah, this is this is the famous because this is like this is absolutely like how. Why would this ever be scripted? It was it was 
Tom Brady getting the script for his career after getting drafted. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Stephen A. clip where he's coming out like a WWE superstar. Oh, yeah. Just like, boom, boom, boom. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like, they're just going to go up to Tom Brady, some random, like, two, what was he, the 199th pick, right? That's yes, the six rounds of so, yeah. the 99th pick. He's yep. like, hey, you. So the next 23 years, you're going to be the man. Right. Uh, and my favorites are like the Antonio Brown one where he gets his scripts and yeah. then, you know. It <laughs> well, they, that's the thing. They, they got dark pretty yeah. about as fast as you would expect. Speaking right? of dark, <laughs> I've got one in front of me. It's about Jason Pierre-Paul reading his 4th of July script. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a guy and he's holding up his hands and obviously alluding to the fingers. Yeah. So <laughs> Well, I was gonna, the, oh. yeah, the one I happen to have right in front of me is Aaron Hernandez reading his 2013 script, oh, and it's no. the Elmo like looking like all dark. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I also like the ones too where the players were like chiming in. Like Marlon Humphrey, he said like uh, me giving up to 200 yards to Chase was just me following the script. Right, like, right, right. <laughs> yeah. That, that I got. So good. <laughs> I got another one. Uh, Frank Gore, of course, great run, all-time running back. Yeah. <laughs> He, like, just retired. Yes, he, he did. It was like, a year ago. He was the reason the Jaguars got Trevor Lawrence because he yes. went off in that Rams-Jets game. Yes. And he's the reason the Jaguars got Trevor Lawrence. So as Jaguar, as a Jaguars fan, which I will review to you now, everyone listening to this wonderful podcast, Frank Gore's performance against the Rams gave them a 23-20 victory, and I think the Jags had some sort of tiebreaker to get the first pick, and... Trevor Lawrence is a Jaguar and the series. Anyways, I got off a little bit of a tangent here. It's the Forrest Gump scene where <laughs> he's got the the, cr- the the braces on his legs and he's running away from the bullies uh, yeah, yeah, and they yeah. fall off. That's yeah. that's the <laughs> is Frank Gore getting his script after getting drafted right there. So <laughs> literally, I mean, yeah, I mean, that it's. Dude Played Have you guys for seen seemingly this 100 years. Tweet that's circling around. It's the, my prediction for the next 10 Super Bowl champions. Yeah, I don't. 2016 to 20. I don't think it's real. Proven, those proven I mean, false. Yeah, those, those things. False, yeah. Those yeah. things pop up like every like something like this, like the Super Bowl or like I don't know, like the World Series or the NBA championship. Like every time, every time or finals excuse me, I guess would be the right term for that. But like every time it's around that time of year, something like this pops up, and everyone's like, "I found it! Like I found the guy!" And <laughs> every single time, it's like, "Oh no, he actually photoshopped that." But John, no one ever learns their lesson. That's gotta get you excited, though. Twenty twenty five Jaguars. Yeah, I saw a couple of them. Jaguars twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five. Uh, those are those get me hype. I'm, well, I'm excited I about mean, those. Yeah, the best way to tell that's fake is uh, no Steelers wins on there. That's all right. We're getting the signal. We're at ten. We're, you want to talk about? One thing here, one more thing here, quick before we get into uh, Netflix, we gotta talk about the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I was gonna say we gotta talk about that a little bit. And the funny Super Bowl prop, the prop bets. I mean, you gotta talk about the prop bets. I have not dove into the Super Bowl. I mean, quite yet. I know. Let's talk about a couple. So I am almost on the 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 same. what would the word be there? Conscious plane as the listener here. I I, I want to be informed. Here. Sure. I want to know what's going on. So uh, I'm on the legitgamblingsites.com. So that's that's me citing my source here. Um, we and you know it's legit, right? You it's know legit. it's legit because they put it in the legit news. food review. No. Um, so we've got a couple of halftime show uh, prop bets. We've got uh, color of Rihanna's hair. Um, and He's black so slash funny. brown is uh, minus three seventy five. So that you're not going to win money with that one. Um, bright red though, 
plus 250 and blonde. That'd be a bold move. I've, we have not seen the bright red for a hot minute, I think. I think it's been Rihanna. since her, uh, what do you call it, days when she, like. The uh, like the short hair is yeah. the thing that comes to mind for me. I mean, right. I could be wrong. I'm not, I'll, I'll admit I don't keep sh- up to date as nearly as much as I should on my Rihanna hat. Chris Brown, Rihanna days. The brown? Wait, wait, say that? The red hair is a Chris Brown Rihanna days. That's it. See, that's, that's, it. A, yeah. that's maybe why she hasn't, you know, brought it out. Right. Uh, in a <laughs> yeah. while, you know, just yeah. bad times, you know, who right. would? And uh, Blonde is at plus 600, so if you're looking to be a little risky, you know, maybe put down a uh, little bit of a, of a bet on uh, Rihanna having blonde hair for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, number of hot dogs sold at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona for the Super Bowl. Uh, 17,000 or under is at minus 150, so they're expecting over 17,000. Or pardon, uh, under 17,000 is what's predicted. I was going to say, what, what, with... You know, I don't want to. I don't mean to call out the citizens of what is it, Phoenix? You said right, uh, Glendale, Phoenix. Glendale, yeah, Glendale, oh yeah, that's where that stadium. Yeah, I knew that stadium was like a weird kind of Arizona suburb. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't mean to call them out, but like, I don't see them as champion hot dog eaters. I don't no. see them as like, I'm a, like you know, you go to an East Coast and I and I know the Super Bowl unless it's in the South is hardly other East Coast. But like, right. when you go to a game like that, you're gonna be putting some dogs down. Yeah, and <laughs> Arizona's Arizona like they're I just think they're drinking their tea, their Arizona tea, and they're eating something weird. I'm not dissing whatever the food, the whatever the most popular food would be, but it's probably going to be pretty weird. I, I guess you've think. done some pretty extensive research on hot dog consumption in Arizona. Uh, I wouldn't say so much as research is more of it's just a huge passion of mine. Sure, or something I feel sure physically connected to. Physically, as, yes. The I most popular food in Arizona as of last year is according to iHeart.com. So I don't of know course, how, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a chimichanga. Well, it makes sense. Which it makes, makes sense. sense. It makes a lot of sense. The Mexican weird, cuisine. Little, I mean, yeah, I guess not too weird, but yeah. a little yeah. more. Little, I mean, it's for a stadium, that's a little bit. How how off are they going to figure out uh, how many people ordered hot dogs? How, how are we going to get that number? Like, how are they going to? Wh- who's gonna win that bet? I don't understand. Uh, I suppose you check the uh, the sales on the, uh, at the all, all the concession yeah, stands. All that stuff is iPads now and yeah. whatever. So it's, yeah. it's all different these <laughs> days. Uh, what is it? I don't know. I don't mean to steal uh, Joel's bit here. He's he's got the great Seinfeld impression, but uh, people say my Seinfeld. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, <laughs> oh, people say get it out of here. What is it with uh, the hot dogs? I, I I'm not. I haven't. You know, I need to keep practicing. It, you know, it's like it's the first episode. Listen, it's like riding a bike. You know, it's like opening you day. Got to keep going. It's opening day. It's you okay. Never forget, but you, you know, you take too much of a break. So right. I got. I'm not get, getting that full back of the throat. But you know, for it, further episodes in the future, it's okay. It's gonna be there. We'll let it slide. Let's do one. We'll talk about one more uh, prop bet, and then we'll oh get yeah, on. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get on uh, actual topic. So. Number of beers sold. Now, you know there's a lot of drinking for the Super Bowl. There's a lot of alcoholic beverages consumed during the Super Bowl. You want to guess the over-under number for number of beers sold at State Farm Stadium? Number of beers? You want to guess. And Declan, you can guess as well. Can we get, like, uh, I don't know, that's too easy. That's too much of a giveaway. I don't know. Um, Can we guess, Declan? Uh, I'm looking oh, up how okay. many there people you can fit in that stadium. How, yeah, what's the capacity again? Uh, oh, uh, that reminds me. One of the scripted memes had the uh, the official capacity of, or the the um, attendance of the game. It was like sixty six thousand or something. Well, something around there. State Farm uh, Stadium has sixty three thousand four hundred seats. That seems kind of small. It does, especially for a Super Bowl. I'm gonna say forty thousand. I mean, like forty thousand. Gotta figure. I think 
one per person is definitely a fair like because not everybody's gonna have a beer True. but yeah, a lot of people are gonna have more than one beer there and mormons yeah. and all the all exactly you know they are out west very near yeah. utah there's yeah. a little bit of yeah very close to you so what's your official prediction so declan said what forty thousand? you yeah, said I'll Declan? Forty thousand. Okay. i'm gonna say 70 just because i think everyone at least there will be a beer for at least every one person in that stadium, if not more. Okay, you guys are both not even close. That's what I kind of um, The over-under line is 120,000. So they're basically saying about two beers per person. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't even think about like, the amount of beers. Think about you know the, the binge drinkers, yeah, you know the yeah. people yeah. that go crazy. The people from Philadelphia. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if, you're, if you could afford, like what is it, like $30,000 for a Super Bowl ticket? Or you probably got some, some you dough You probably don't around. care about a $9 yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. probably have a special credit card just for beer. So Kansas City also likes its alcohol too, doesn't it? It's Kansas got City is crazy dude like yeah. those fans are crazy like they they get up to well that's where you get all like the costume guys anymore like it used to be like i mean uh, i'm not saying it's not there with the raiders but i feel like anymore with the chiefs dominance they have, yeah, they've had yeah. some crazy fans come out well, like when that the raiders one guy were back in oakland those dudes were, those guys were crazy oh they're nuts yeah they're nuts. Have you see the the happy chiefs fan like this guy he would rob banks yes that's okay, what i was talking about i couldn't think of exactly what it was to the chiefs yeah. away game so like they play miami he'd go to miami he'd come back with whatever like twenty thousand forty thousand dollars yeah, that's takes, that's takes, a pretty takes good. A, takes a lot of stones, man. That's yeah. a pretty good glass onion right there. It's like everyone like, man, I, I wonder how he can afford to do all that. And it's like <laughs> it's exactly how you think. He's right. stealing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's it's time to yeah, segue time. into Let's the go. into the meat and bones of the inaugural episode of What's Poppin' or whatever we're calling this. Uh, I guess TBD, but we're gonna call it What's Poppin' for now. What the heck is going on with Netflix right now? What what in God's name is going on with Netflix? Uh, this whole password sharing thing and Netflix just seems to be kind of slowly going down the tubes. I mean, I th- they lost a million subscribers last year. Total subscribers, they've yeah. gone down a million. That's a lot. That's a lot of people, uh, especially for a a streaming service that sort of was the leader for a while. I mean, you know, Definitely. before I mean, the streaming service movement happened, I, I think it was mostly just Netflix and Hulu, and Netflix was usually the preferred option, and they had all the shows you could really want. And then I think I, I started noticing this a couple few years ago. They just started losing shows, and just it's gone down in quality, in my opinion, at least. And some of the originals are good, like Outer Banks. I enjoyed watching Outer Banks, uh, but... I don't know. I just feel like the quality and Netflix just doesn't care as much as they used to anymore. Well, exactly. I mean, I was kind of, I mean, I think, yeah, I definitely share that sentiment that at some point, I don't know if I can, if, you know, you could pinpoint exactly, but it definitely started, it went from one thing where it's like, this is the greatest thing we have right now. This is, this is it. You can watch whatever you want, whenever you want. Yep. And then, you know, people get used to that. It's like, you know, I feel like it's, you know, like living in like a destination place. Like it's nice. Once you first get there, then after a while, it's like, eh, what yeah. else? What else you got for me? And then right. they kind of stuff. I mean, like you said, like the Netflix, the, a lot of them have been good. Like I love, I love Stranger Things. Right, it's a good like, show. I never watched Outer Banks, but I mean, I heard it was very good. I, I thought it was enticing. I thought it was exciting. I, I, I liked it. I, I mean, they have some pretty good shows, but Peaky Blinders. Yeah, Peaky Blinders. I always forget that's Netflix original. That's a good yeah. show. There's one. Yeah, there's some ones that kind of sneak in there. There's. I mean, I can't. Should have probably looked into it a little bit more, but like right. off the top of my head, I can't think of a ton of them. But you got there the have been some really good. You got the Wednesday one, the 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 Adams Family spinoff that everyone's talking about with Jenna Ortega. Not she's like terrible. the new, sw- she's the new sweetheart of 
you know, pop I mean, they use that song from the Cramps. So I mean, yeah, the Goo Goo Muck song, I've, right? Yeah, I don't know. How, I'll wait to see how I feel about that first. I mean, I was never a huge listener of the Cramps before this. I am a punk fan, but that's just one of the ones I never got to yet. It's a cover, isn't it? Yeah. But I it's think a, it's I think a cover of an older song. It might be. It pro- I mean, like I said, I'm not the most familiar, but I the only thing I hope doesn't happen, which it didn't really happen with Master of Puppets, so we'll see, but like kind of where it gets a little too much and then everyone's like, I mean, there's already kind of a thing going on with like the MGK punk thing where right. it gets a little, loses its uh, luster a little bit, right. the undergroundness of it. If yeah, that's another is. that's another yeah. uh, wormhole we could go down at some point uh, on yeah, this podcast. I think we'll have to, but yeah. Um, so I was kind of, like what you're talking, I was kind of trying to think, we all kind of, you know, know that something has changed and something's gone down, but I was trying to kind of figure, what exactly was it? And I was reading this article, it's from Forbes by uh, Paul Tassie, and basically what he was getting down to was that the main problem now is, uh, you know, is what was the, always the old joke with Netflix? It was all that anything you want right. will be a show. It will be. Right. And right. It was always like, ha ha. It's almost like Rule Thirty Four on the internet, yeah, right? Exactly. If there, if it exists, there is a. So you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it exists, there's an audience for it, and right. that is true to an extent. But the thing was, is they were just, you know, you give an opportunity to so many things, and then it makes it sort of inevitable to where you're going to have to kill some good things, or you're going right. to have to just the nature of how that business works. It's gotten to the point where you know any of these shows now, if they don't absolutely destroy in year one, they're done. Right. And you know that works with some shows like Stranger Things was pretty sm- smash hit when it first came out. Outer Banks same deal, pretty much a smash hit. Wednesday. Yep. Um, uh, what are some other shows? Oh, um, what was the 13 one? Thirteen Reasons Why. Thirteen Reasons Why. Another huge. Yeah, I mentioned. That was a big article. one. Uh, um, let's look. There's a few others. But. So, but anyways, basically the problem is, I mean, but then, but the, or I guess not to get off track here, the problem is, is just that, I guess, I don't know why I keep rambling here, but <laughs> that they, you know, if you, you, you have to be just absolutely knockout your first It year. has to be the, the best thing since sliced bread. That's just yeah. a, a good example of why that is just terrible for this type, you know, an artistic type of thing like that is like Always Sunny or Seinfeld. Right. Those type of shows, it took them, I mean, especially Always Sunny, it took them a long time to really kind of get a claim, even in, in Philadelphia where they right. shoot, or I mean, they shoot primarily in Los Angeles, but they shot a little bit of it there, you know, it's right. in the name. You think a show, you know, people would know about it, but they were talking, I was just listening to their podcast today, the shooting up into season five on location in Philly before, yep. and yep. you know, still being able to do that. And so... And like Seinfeld, a lot of people talk in that first season. Yeah, and I like all of Seinfeld, really. But you'll notice that the shows also don't last as long as some of. You can't binge these shows as much. I feel like there's not as many episodes. It's like these like hour, hour and a half episodes where Seinfeld's you know a 22 minute sitcom, exactly. right? Exactly. You, you know, once that's and that's another thing these shows yeah have the advantage of is once they're on, they have a whole catalog of episodes. Like you know whether it's Cheers or Always Sunny on Hulu or you know. Friends, Seinfeld, Seinfeld, yeah. Seinfeld, anything you can—that's going to take you a while. But and I think that's kind of the problem with these newer things is you with binge culture. Everyone's so used to just going, 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 right. finishing it, and then you watch it so fast that you—it makes it so much easier to to forget. Yeah, because you're like that's how I felt about that Dahmer show when that Dahmer yeah. show came out. I was so into that, and I was like, oh, it's one season. Yeah, that's that's what I hate about Netflix is that they make these shows and they they make them so they're only one season, like. 
And, yeah, and then they sense. kill them after one. Yeah, season. and so that's all there ever will be yeah, of that. Exactly. And it's I like I streamed the heck out of that show too. I, I watched like maybe three episodes in a day one time, and I I, I think I I thought I was sick at the time. And it was a it was a great piece done on just how how sick of a person he was. And you know, y- if you want more, but boom, it's a limited series, and yeah. you're just like, give me more. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and I, that, I think that could make a very good episode. Also, is yeah. this whole serial killer thing uh, tr- true the, crime yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that, that's all maybe a little teaser a little teaser a little teaser down it there yeah. put that down in the episode notes yeah i gotta put that professional. down that's what we do here write down our um so thank you declan for bringing that show up that's a yeah a great producer over here for us you know i mean that's just the type of stuff you can't teach right that's just <laughs> born producer he just he comes in, does his job, uh, you know, makes the makes the podcast better. So thank you, Declan. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. fellow New Englander here. <laughs> we absolutely do not know what we're doing on that end. No, not a clue. I mean, now that we're now that we're in it and we are recording, I'm starting to think of how if it was just me and you, and I don't know I like, what I don't we'd, think be we'd be recording by now. No, I think it's we'd be talking to ourselves yeah. in, it's in the walls. Forty, and we got here. I was here at around eight. You got here like what, like five, ten minutes later. Yeah, we started recording. Almost immediately, uh, I almost guarantee we would not have started by now if it was just me and you. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I think we'd be fidgeting around with all the the equipment. But yeah. you know, Declan, you know, <laughs> great job, Declan. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, much appreciated. But yeah, I mean, and then so my brother, I we we have a bit of an industry insider Uh-oh. take here. <laughs> uh, does happen to be a talent. Uh, what would be I guess the best term for that? A talent. Agent, not re- necessarily agent. He works for a talent company. I'll say that. Uh, I won't say which, I guess. But he um, he was talking to me about this over break and with a lot of these shows. And this this is the scary thing with it is, well, one with this, with the nature of that, it makes the audience scared to get into a show and start watching it because you're like, well, I could get into this, and then you know, especially like you know, what we're talking with true crime and the nature of those types of shows, leaving on a cliffhanger, and really any show yep. anymore, leaving on a cliffhanger, because that also, you know, makes people want to watch, it makes people crave it, uh, but it makes people scared to kind of get interested in it, and oh, that's, that's why a lot of these just kind of go completely just under the radar, and why the actual good stuff is getting harder and harder to find. When right. And then, but the thing my brother was pointing out, and I hadn't really thought about it, and it kind of, it is a little scary to think, not of like... S- Per se, something that's happened so far, but what I think what could happen with it um, is, you know, everything is on these platforms now. There are no, you don't go to a DVD store or the VHS. Blockbuster. Yeah, you're not going to Blockbuster. I mean, well, renting it, but you're not, I mean, there's nothing to own. You don't, besides like merchandise, but there's nothing like Seinfeld came out, like it's on all those box sets. Like I felt like that was in every Goodwill from like 2005 to 2008 was Seinfeld box sets right. exclusively. Right. So And also, that makes me think of like the McDonald's Happy Meal toys, right? I, I feel like you don't see those really anymore yeah. with, with movies and, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you get something tangible. That you right. Can, I own this. I can watch it whenever I want. Yep. And with these shows now, like... If they want to, like, okay, for example, like, there's a show, 1899. It had one, like, mm-hmm. that's, I think, one of the bigger ones people are talking about, or he was talking about, my brother, uh, because they had promised a second season. Or, yeah, they had promised a second season, but then they kind of just went back on it and were like, yeah, never mind. You're actually, you're tanked. Right. And so, 
just saying it a little loud. You know, say that one more time. Right. Yeah, sounds pretty good. We can we can keep all this in. This is so get the fans a little making of the magic. Good. Here. This is a good podcast. Yeah. Right? This is a great podcast. Very very raw. The, right. Yeah. The all the fans that we have. Because this is our first episode. There's people. You can't see it. There's actually people just lining up outside of the studio. Yeah, we, we forgot to mention that uh, what's popping was required. It was recorded in front of a live audience. A live Easy for me to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, look at look at. Oh, hey fans, how's it going? Oh my god! It's oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. We're signing autographs afterwards, so can't so wait for that. Wanna, you know, if you want to meet us here, we are accessible. That's the thing you people forget anymore. Right. No, we're, we're people just like you. We're just normal people. <laughs> we go to class. We go to class. Sometimes. We get recognized. We go to class when it's, you know, convenient. Head <laughs> yeah. back to the Netflix thing real quick. I think another big part of, like, the reason that Netflix is falling off is because, like, I guess obviously, like, everybody is now jumping on the streaming wagon yeah, with, like, exactly. Paramount Plus and, like, HBO and like I mean if you want a good TV show you go to HBO mm-hmm. like HBO has that's all the a, yeah, good that's what I, was I think that has the most like diverse lineup ar- array of shows I yeah, think like HBO HBO and like The Wire and you know like they have all that good like exactly Curb Enthusiasm yeah 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 exactly yeah they have everything you want but then they also because they're HBO and they have they just have the rights to a ton of stuff they got mm. money for like, days too exactly they got that money and but they also get like really good more obscure stuff like yep. i look at a lot of the turner classic movies on there that's mm. kind of my jam yeah yeah they have like stuff that like you hear quentin tarantino throw out in a random reference and it's like it's like that why like who is this for who yeah, is, no, why is this I, on? but they have yeah. it and i appreciate it because you know there's always those random nights when you're just like yeah you know what you know i always hear about this like a citizen Kane or like a something like that you're like yeah, yeah. Well, let's check it out i mean you can stream regular show on hbo max Kirby enthusiasm i said before white lotus is a good show uh, i think knows. i think hbo max kind of yeah, killing it right now that's really the one are. i yeah, always that, tell everybody like that's the one if you have to mm-hmm. get one get hbo max yeah, yeah i guess that's a, yeah good thing to point out is netflix never had any competition they were just it was like hulu to a yeah. very small extent hulu but yeah they were mainly they were like kind of specific like who they had deals with that's what yep. like a lot of the other streaming services at first at least was kind of deal based like a lot more deal based and like so it was yep. like, Hulu would get like FX and like Spike and like some shows like that and then but Netflix was always kind of just whatever like they were buying the rights to stuff yeah they, they had to buy the rights yeah. because I remember they bought Friends I think for one or two more years before they had to give it up to Peacock do you know any of the prices for some of these uh, I mean I saw I, in this no, it was in a YouTube video I was watching. I was watching a few videos too, studying up, and I think this is right. But maybe I should probably. I mean, I do have my laptop. I could check, but I believe it was five hundred million dollars that Netflix played, paid for Seinfeld. Wow! Which wow! It is Seinfeld. You know, <laughs> most people say the greatest sitcom of all time. What like the most one of if not the most successful shows of all time? Yeah, I mean, but that's so much money. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Get it out of here. Get it in my wallet. All right. So, <laughs> so I've got a Business Insider article here, and it's got the streaming service prices. And I'll give you three guesses what okay. the most expensive one is. I was just to say it was five hundred million. There you go. I just googled it. Been confirmed. Half a billion. Wow. Half a billion. That's a, so much money. Yeah, Larry David's got to be patting himself on the back, huh? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I mean. But sorry. So that you said this is. How much the most expensive 
I've got like the main like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, the big nine streaming services. I don't oh, think that's okay, a thing. Gotcha. But well, yeah. I mean, um, it's all owned by the same company. Yeah. What yeah. do you think is the most expensive of the ones you know? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I feel like maybe I hear The answer may surprise you. Is it Paramount Plus? It is not Paramount Plus. Okay, what 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 do we got most expensive? Today's topic is the most expensive. Netflix. Netflix. Fifteen forty nine a month. Is <laughs> that's exorbitant. Oh my god. That is quite second a place. What was it when it started? Like seven dollars or something? It was like, like seven ninety nine, you know. And then it went up a dollar, then it went up a dollar, then it went up a dollar. Always went up a dollar. It just kept going up a dollar. It seems like every six months or even three months. Second place is HBO Max at fourteen ninety nine. Uh, the cheapest is I guess if you consider Apple T V which is four ninety nine a month. Which I is that really a streaming it's service? Honestly, yeah, I was going to say it's kind of a joke of a streaming service right. because almost nothing on there is stuff you can actually like watch for free right then and there. It's all like like they they, they do have a few good originals. I know mm-hmm. uh, I watched one. The Ted Lasso shows on there, isn't yeah, it? Ted Lasso's on yeah. there. This one I watched it was I think it was called like Black Butterfly or something. Okay. See, that's kind of exactly what I'm talking about. I watched this show in like 2 days and I could barely remember anything about it. Right. But um but yeah, like I don't know what you would say Apple TV, but so that's how much is that one? That's four ninety nine a month, which that's too much, I think. For I mean, I think I my parents have it. The so body of work, I think you get it if you like in a certain way, like if you have some sort of Apple ID stuff. I think there's a certain way you can get it for free. I think that might be how we have. Yeah, it. I don't. That just doesn't seem like a thing. Old Mike Butcher's pay. Now here's one that I think a lot of people forget about: uh, Discovery Plus. Is, do you guys, either of you, have Discovery Plus? I, I I've never come across it. I just use Disney Plus. Disney yeah. Plus has all like the Discovery stuff and that right. show stuff yeah. on there. Disney Plus is seven ninety nine a month, by the way. Disney Plus is worth it. That's, they got that's Star Wars. They got everything on there. Pretty darn good price, I would say, for Disney. Just because, you know, knowing what they could charge for it. Oh, they could charge. What it, I mean, <laughs> yeah. freaking Star Wars. Probably 20, 25 bucks a month if they wanted to. People would yeah, pay it, too. Could. Like, people would pay it. If yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you, you take a look at what people pay to go to Disney World and Disneyland. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. the, the prices. And see, that's part of the problem. And that's another topic we need to talk about at some point. we got to be stopped willing to pay for stuff. Yeah. Right? We yeah, just have yeah. to take, I mean, for lack of a better term here, we're going to take our stones back <laughs> and take back our pride. And right. say, listen, I'm not going to pay $15 if you're not going to let me share with my password with the bros and you're going to keep pumping out dog poo tv <laughs> right yeah i paid for that you can't just take it you know, yeah, exactly. you know it's like, i think yeah we need to start taking our pride back realize th- the power we have <laughs> yeah we do uh a couple more just to name the two is 12.99 a month so that's gotten a little up there in price i remember a couple of years ago it was six, six or seven dollars so that's gotten up there hulu has added a lot of good stuff though they've added and not subtracted i think i think hulu, personally i think hulu is the best for tv i think they have the best tv it may, may, that's just because i like mainly comedy right TV, like sitcoms are just like funny shows right but they have everything they have but like they have the hulu has live sports that whole campaign i thought that was a great yeah. campaign it's kind of funny and, and it shows that you know it's a good place to go for sports I think my mom is switching to Hulu Live TV. Uh, my family um, did it, and yep. it, it is worth it. I, I mean, that's what I do now. It's yeah. so worth it. It's so yeah, it's so nice. I mean, the only drawback, and this is not even really a drawback because it's not like they're trying to hide it from you. Right. But like, uh, with the Hulu Live, you get obviously you get more movies because you get recorded movies. Do you get the premium, the Hulu premium? 
I don't know, what exactly is the premium? I think there's a there's a normal subscription, and I think there's a premium subscription where you get more movies and more TV shows and stuff. Because I'll look up a show on Google, and it'll say Hulu premium subscription. So I'll be like, I don't get that. Like, because I have normal Hulu, so I don't know how that works. The thing I like about Hulu though is I can watch like you know UMass Lowell play Brown exactly, and Water yeah. Polo yeah. at like four in the morning. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. Like yeah. I really enjoy this. Well, I mean, I, I was able, I've been able to watch all the women's games, all the, like the women's basketball games, all the even soccer, men's and women's soccer. I've been able to watch on Hulu because you know when I'm running the board, it even though it's a little annoying sometimes to ha- yeah. have the game there just because of the delay. It is nice to have something uh, to watch, to keep an eye on, absolutely the timing and all that. So, yeah, Hulu has saved me for that because, I mean, I'm not – like we've mentioned here, I'm not the greatest of technology. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think someone's ESPN Plus is logged in. I don't know whose. I don't know how to get that going. Right. Uh, I don't want to mess with it. And so, yeah, I just play it on my phone, and it's perfect for that. I think ESPN Plus is solid, too. I d- they didn't put the price for it here on this graphic. But the only thing with ESPN Plus is it's one – it's – now I guess I haven't been using it a ton. I don't think I have it anymore. I think my family got rid of it. But like its interface, its user interface was yeah. just garbage. It's terrible. It's hard to find stuff. That. Like I like to watch like obscure. Sh- you know, the, you can. The cool thing about it is you can watch some of the obscure sports, like women's. You know, like tennis or like you know volleyball or rugby or college hockey which is kind of hard to watch college yeah. hockey is a lot harder to watch than it should be like i want to watch some bean pot hockey you know bean like bc and bu like, you know like so hard to watch like, you know dude college softball yeah one of the most fun things to watch on tv how about those sooners huh they are they're nice. crazy they want i think they lost two games last year 60 and two or something i don't follow it that hard but like if i catch it on tv i'll watch it. especially dark, during baseball season when mm-hmm. i just want to have I don't know. It's weird. That's such a weird thing. I always like football was always by like far and away my favorite sport. Right. And like I still love watching football. I love watching the Steelers, Mountaineers, all that. But there's I've for some reason like I've come to kind of gain a new appreciation for baseball. Oh, baseball is great. I love. It's so calming just to have on in the spring, like a nice warm night. Right. You know, because I mean. You know, our generation and everything, like, most people are on their phones anyways. When you know, like back in our day, you know, yeah. No, but baseball, I think, everyone says baseball is boring, and I hate that take. Now, I understand. It's, it doesn't have the excitement of hockey. It doesn't have the excitement of, bas- of basketball. But going to a game in person is one of the most fun things you yeah. can do. It's so relaxing. You're there to hang out. Talk to your friends. Watch a game. I, I think it's such a great experience. And that that's why... Oh, that's one of the things I've always loved about baseball and also why I've gained, like, I just enjoy it so much is it's just such a – and when I say guys in this, guys spans all genders. You can – it doesn't matter who you are, anyone can be a guy. And baseball Respect. is yep. such a guy's guy sport. It like, is. You're in, it's like golf. Like, <laughs> it's just you're blowing out. You're hanging out. Like, you're spitting on the floor. Like, guys are chewing tobacco. Having a nice beer. You know, dirty. Yeah. yeah. Got, like, Frost at ballparks. Yeah. Frost. Yeah. That's the best part like, of the <laughs> whole thing. Dude. At like, Fenway, especially. Exactly. Oh, like, boy. You know, you come out differently from those. But. You're eating food, like, meals. Like, it's very, like, very common. You got the peanuts, you, get, like, you know. You're water. cracking them open. on the peanuts. It's just, like, a grimy, like, working man's kind of sport wonderful experience you can take the family you can take your buddies 
the, the versatility. Like baseball, they will have fun. Yeah, so that's you just go like get drunk and it's fun. That's what I told people that say baseball is boring. I'm like, go to a game and tell me it's not fun. Uh, yeah, it's like if you're saying it's not fun, that's because you've never been like four deep just screaming at a 19-year-old kid at the plate right. for no reason. Right. It's just, it's fun. Or at the umpire, right? You know, or, the umpire. Where's the... You know, like, it's one of the last places, and that's this is really more sports in general, but baseball, I feel like it's almost more of an art, like the chirping and the heckling. It's, yes. It comes with it. It's it's the best. Uh, the, the chirping in baseball and hockey, I think, is the best. Uh, I think in baseball, just the yelling, the creative insults I've heard at, at the stadiums I've been to. They're great. They're, they're, <laughs> they're fantastic. I mean, the, the, some of the stuff that comes out of these drunk guys' mouths, you know, they got a 300-pound you know, beer belly. It, it's, it's fantastic. Some of the best stuff everyone should see in their life, too. Everyone deserves to be in that atmosphere. I mean, I went to Fenway for the first time uh, last year, had a guy tell me my you stink sounded great. I've never felt more honored in my entire life. I mean, yeah, you know, your mom could tell you. On my resume. Right, right. You know, your mom could tell you. I told me my you stink was good. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, your mom can tell you she's proud of you, but nothing's going to beat that drunk no. guy at Fenway it's telling you that your you stink is strong. By the way, I think we have three Sox fans here. Am I correct? Yeah. I'm a Sox fan. Yeah, yeah that, that's. Oh, man. That's, that's, I did not know this. Yeah, that's good. That. That's fantastic. Yeah, we that should do. Like we could do so many good Sox moments episodes. Right. Live live from the Sox, live, live from the bleachers. That would be cool. <laughs> That'd be awesome. We could Make do a little trip. We get the school to fund that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, academically yeah. related. You can get yeah. them to fund, you know, yeah. just about anything. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for our upcoming seventy five and eighty seven season, dude. I can't, yeah. cannot wait. I'm excited. I'm super cannot excited. Wait. Chris so Elliott excited there. to watch this Sander Bogart's list team that was already terrible. <laughs> Who's that? It was already bad to begin with. Now we have one of our only like who's, who's playing short this year? Because Trevor Story's out. I was just looking at the lineup, but I can't remember. It was some. Is it Kike? No. Where's he playing? Outfield? Second? Devers is playing third. Are they, are they going to play Casas at first? Yeah. Bobby D's gone, right? He's in the. He's no, in the he was. He was. They had. I thought he was jettisoned to like AAA. I don't. They had him listed as backup. They got Kike at shortstop. Yeah, Kike is a shortstop. That's what I thought. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. But um, I was just yeah, I was just checking out our lineup. Declan, if you quickly, who's our? What's the pitching look like? Let's see. Starting mm-hmm. rotation is going to be Chris Sale, Nick Pavetta, Garrett Whitlock, Corey Kluber, and James Paxton. I mean, five years ago, that's a pretty good rot- rotation. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. Chris <laughs> is the only name I really... I'm not, like, the biggest baseball name guy. Paxton... Oh, we got Tanner guy. Hawk in the uh, bullpen still. Tanner Hawk, okay. He, he's got a great slider. Yeah. He's got great off-speed. What number is he again? 89, I think. Uh, okay. Paxton was good a few years ago to Seattle. Chris Sale, obviously, you know, he's had a great career. I think he started when I went and watched. His injuries, the injuries have just piled up for him. That's the issue yeah. with Sale. He's got, and his, I think his arms get a little tired. Um, getting old for sure. Yeah, uh, Pavetta was a decent back of the rotation guy for the Phillies, if I remember correctly. Um, who else? Declan. Uh, Garrett Whitlock. Garrett Whitlock. He's been good out of the he's bullpen. Good, yeah, he's been good out of the bullpen. Yeah, he's been good out of the bullpen. I'm interested to see how he does as a starter. And Kluber, obviously. That's our biggest thing, I think. Two, yeah. Two-time AL Cy Young. So he's he's obviously knows how to pitch. I just think he's a little past his prime. Mm-hmm. But spending money on pitchers. Because that, I mean, I'm sick of, like, you know, I can't watch, like. Well, we got Justin after, Turner. I completely forgot we got Justin Turner. Justin. He's gonna, oh, he'll play first. I think he'll play first. You think so? Because they're going to put Rafi at third. Yeah, Rafi's definitely going to play. Yeah, he'll always be there. Even though, 
Or they could DH he's Turner. More errors than I kind of expected. Rafi, he's not a great defender. He's an offense first guy. Yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. I mean, he he's got. He hits like two, two nineteen. Two. Oh, he hits higher than that. Higher than that. I, oh, he's, he probably hits close to three hundred. This is why I don't talk numbers because I don't remember them well. He pro- <laughs> he's probably two nineties, three, maybe even three ten. Okay, that's what. Yeah. Two. Uh, I'm not. I'm not even gonna say a number. I don't remember that well. I would say high twos, low threes. How much? How much time we at here? How long we've been recording? We're at forty-four minutes. So okay. So do you want to kind of make one more point about Netflix and then kind of go into our favorite segment? The best segment of all coming up in a minute or so. The problem. Uh, my, my final point with Netflix is there's better options out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there really is. I mean, Netflix is is very hit or miss. You've got some great shows, but you've also got some stinkers. And I, I think spending the most of these nine that we've talked about: Apple TV, Discovery Plus, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix, Paramount Plus, Peacock Premium, and Prime Video. I think out of all of those, it's not should be the most expensive one. HBO Max, which is in second, should be the most expensive one. It's like, well, I think it's just or a Disney. really good example of like just because you're first doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be the best. And right. like they're, well, I don't know, you know, I'm not on the higher ups board there at Netflix, but I. It just seems like their comprehensive plan for whatever whatever that must have been, uh, just really, it couldn't have been more than a couple of years. I feel like because, I mean the, like we said, like the the whole joke with Netflix has always been like they give a show to everything, and that's just yeah that doesn't take a smart or even like I should say smart, but like that doesn't take a industry literate person to be like that's not a good idea. That's not going to end right. up working out for you. Hey, real quick, did any of you, did you, either of you actually receive a Netflix physical disc before, like when they used to send it to you in the mail? Yes. My, well, I think my parents, I never did personally. My I parents. Like Mainly my brother. Stuff. My brother was grinding. I remember, I think I got some video games. I don't know. I remember oh, getting wait. some video games. Because I remember too. the commercials and stuff. My oh, yeah. parents were more blockbuster people. They would go like on a Friday night. They'd rent, you know, we'd, I'd go with my dad. We'd go pick up a movie at Blockbuster. And then, you know, we'd watch it. You know, sometimes it'd be for my, just for my parents. Sometimes we'd all watch it together. But, you know, I, I don't remember Netflix too much. I don't think we, we used it very much. But I think maybe a couple times. But I'm not I sure. I remember about. getting a physical Netflix copy of Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah classic. Yeah, yeah, absolute classic. Absolute Sitting down with my family, watching Jack and Jill, and then Apple Chino turns into a Dunkin' Donuts cup. That's that's my <laughs> big Netflix disc memory. <laughs> yeah, it's... Right. <laughs> Dun- Dunkachino. Yeah, Dunkachino. <laughs> it's not Albuchino. It's Dunkachino. Dunkachino. I do like that movie. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm biased. I actually enjoy it. There's no no shame for co- liking, you know, because no comedy movie is ever going to, you know, be acclaimed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So no. Whatever floats your boat. I yeah, think. No, well, that's kind of another thing I was going to mention. But well, I guess the last point I was getting to with the 1899 show uh, that just got canned, like, that's really the thing is, like, they're just canning these shows. Not really giving them any room to grow, uh, but then like the scariest part is, that's just what I was getting to with that. Mainly is like the scary part about that is you know, anything that they want to delete forever, they can. Uh, like yeah. if you if you really get into one of those shows, uh, you there's and if they decide to take it off, that's it. You're never gonna be able to watch that show again unless it's which somehow is re-released. which is sad. Yeah, it's you very know, sad. It's but you guys you brought up another uh, important thing I want to talk about, which are. Oh, now I'm kind of losing it. What were you just talking about? Oh, we were talking about the Red Sox. And we were no, talking Netflix. about Netflix. Where well, I was talking about how it's the most expensive, how, um, oh, man. My, my oh, sh- no, okay. 
I remembered it. Okay. Okay. How uh, some of those comedy movies, like the new ones that have been on there, the new ones with Adam Sandler, yeah, and, like David Spade, yeah, like, those are actually not that bad. Like mm. I swear, I watched a few of them because it was funny. I worked, I used to work uh, construction a few years ago. Shout out, uh, Peter K. Higgs Construction. Word up. Wow. Uh, free ad. But <laughs> no free ads, but free ads for Peter K. Higgs. They were they're nice. They are honest roofers. They will fix your stuff, and they will fix it good. Do they raise the roof? Oh, they absolutely raise it. Wow. We uh, can raise it. We can lower it. Wow. Yeah, who wants that? Really? Come on. Really? Come on. I mean, come on. Come, come on. on, people. Come on. But uh, they would always talk about it at work, like these movies, like, oh, that movie is so funny. And I was just kind of like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, because I, I mean, I don't know. I was, I guess, a moment of me being a little uppity about my taste in humor. I was like, there's no way these guys are going to let me in on something super funny. Right. I was like all high and mighty about it. And I went home and watched it. I was like, this is these are funny. I think if these came out these movies came out in the nineties, uh people right. would talk about them much better. And that's well that's also a kind of reason a lot of people talk well about those movies now. Like when those movies first came out, a lot of people hated them. And right. Like that era of, of SNL just in general. I, I mean I think some of those Adam Sandler movies do get old. I think some of the funny ones, like the comedy ones, like a lot of them are the same thing. Like I enjoy Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. I don't think I've actually seen the whole thing, but I feel like a lot of it's just him being like, oh, bleh, bleh. like I don't know. It just kind of gets old. Like that. Yeah. And then, but any like, and that's kind of what I w- wanted to say about some of the the Netflix original ones is like it's almost like everything you kind of thought. Uh, of Adam Sandler like the tropes and the stereotypes it's kind of those are kind of what those movies seem to be and even the ones like even if they are a little bit good they just like I don't know there's just so many of them and you have to it just makes you wonder like there's no possible way they could be into it like they're right they have some type of contract something they signed that like they have to do this and it that was a little evident at least yeah like the movies they're kind of funny but like the concepts they're not kind of off like Billy Madison, like you, you know, it's, it might seem kind of stupid. I don't know, but like that's a pretty funny concept. A grown man going back to school, he has got to do it all. Or like Happy Gilmore, this guy, he's a hockey player. See, I think Happy Gilmore like is a much better premise. I think I think it I think it's more realistic, and I think it's I think it was just funnier. But I, you know, Billy Madison wasn't bad because I mean I've seen most of it, but I always thought Happy Gilmore was better. Like three hundred sixty-four days to hockey trials. Like I don't know, I just thought that was funnier. But, but yeah, like all those movies now, like the premises are just kind of like. But that's kind of all, I guess we have to say. I mean, is there unless there's anything else you have to add about the Netflix kind of just? I think we touched on most of what we wanted to say. I'm, I'm it's kind of like a problem that seems like it might get worse before it gets better, but you never Oh, 100%. Happens. I mean, we didn't even get into the whole password sharing thing enough, yeah. but that might be next week. Like so, it could so be next we, week. We could get back into it at some point. We could definitely we could cover that in the uh, initial what's pop. Yeah. I feel like we could cover that kind of short. There's not too I mean, they've already kind of backstepped on it a little bit, haven't they? Yeah, I think they're they're retracting a little bit because of the outrage, but So, now it is time for your favorite, our favorite segment. Master, Master Debaters. We are going to work on that, maybe. We're going to have a little sounds here, maybe. I don't know. I think, I think we'll have something. This is kind of some, one of those ones where we came up with it. We just... So giggling. It was, yeah. I mean, it, it's what every single podcast does. This is All this is is just a debate. We're going to throw out topics. It's kind of going to be no... I mean... I guess we haven't talked about it too much, but I think no reoccurring theme really, just kind of 
anything that is debate worthy. It's 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 going to be a light segment, like yeah. a very just having fun, having a nice conversation. Like, Maybe a little bit of a debate. Getting very serious, but like the, the subject. At least my idea was going to be with, or I felt with it was like, arg- take the argument seriously, but like right. what we are arguing about it's stupid. is just so stupid. Yeah, but like we we want like we're going to get passion, and I think that is going to be. I mean, I mean, I don't know. We don't have to. It's like, going to be. I think we could take it there with certain arguments, and I think that could be very. Funny. I think it has potential to be by far the best part of what's popping. I think. I think. I think it's. It's definitely. I, th- I think it's great. But let's get into tonight's argument. It's more debate. just. Uh, I guess it's not really debate. Yeah, but this, yeah, this one I was going to say like might be a little more easy into it. Like right. a little because I don't see. Also, because these uh, it's the uh, I don't know if you want to. It's favorite restaurant. That's what right. favorite restaurant around Morgantown. This is where we record. Is where we yep. go to school. This is a West Virginia based. Uh, the ones podcast. we pick here, I'm gonna you know we're gonna talk about them a little bit, but they're kind of a bit different in what you're get what you want out of them. Oh, very different. And so that's why there's not two different cuisines. I feel like this is more gonna be kind of just talk about a comparison of what we like about them. What you know, maybe we can talk about you know get to why this is better than that but Declan you can also be if you we're talking I mean we're going to say the names of the places but whatever opinions you have feel free to jump on it jump on it say less uh, Jonathan I'll let you go ahead and uh, get started if you'd like Uh, I'm I'm an Italian American right and uh, I don't think West Virginia is renowned for its Italian cuisine by any means we uh, definitely have a decent Italian population but like yeah as far as renowned I would say it, it ain't New England you can find it you can f- oh no. no it's absolutely not New England but you can find your good spots they're a little sure. bit fewer, few and farther in between sure um, someone from this state I right yeah, yeah I mean, put that out there I'm the outsider yeah, but yeah. from what I've heard <laughs> but yeah you know you got that right not there. much of a uh, you know Italian place I like Oliveros Ristorante. It's on the uh, it's on the wharf, right by the uh, the Mon River. The wharf. The wharf. Um, and I just think I, every time I go there, I have a good meal. I, I think it's Italian, uh, authentic Italian cuisine. You can get you know you you got your angel hair, you know your your meatballs, your crab dip. I mean, there's a good like you know mix of seafood in there. And that's when you're doing Italian food, you gotta have seafood. You gotta you know you gotta have your you know shrimp. You gotta have your um, calamar, you know, you've got to have, you know, all that stuff. And I think they, they just like, kind of hit the, the nail on the head with, the, with the cuisine. That's one I haven't, you know, been to a ton, right. I'll say. Uh, but, yeah, I will, you know, great place. I think what's cool about it, too, is they always had the students working there. Like, it seems like yeah. I think I'm pretty sure it's like a training restaurant. Well, I always see deal. the WV on their uniform, yeah. so I'm yeah, like, that's interesting. Some type of, like, Maybe an internship almost? I mean, yeah. do we have like a, a culinary or a hospitality kind of major here? I don't even know that if we do. That's what, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't know the name of it, but that almost seems like what that would have to be. It have to be culinary or hospitality or some sort of thing. I don't know what else, what else would it, what else would it would be, but. Um, I'm looking at the menu right now for this place. New York Strip, 20 bucks. I mean, it doesn't get better than Come on. Menu. I mean, come on. No free ads. No free ads, but Oliverio's. Uh, I mean, it, it yeah. Like, so you're getting people that are genuinely trying to be good at their job, which, you know, for some restaurants could be a bit of a change of pace, not mentioning right. any uh, certain restaurants. <coughs> Patterson. Every restaurant on Patterson. <coughs> <coughs> Every single restaurant. <coughs> right. Uh, right. No, I, but they're trying. You guys are trying <laughs> out there. And that's all we can ask. But yeah, I mean, yeah, great place. I mean, I pick up DoorDash. There, I'm sure uh, pretty yeah. often. Uh, 
you know, nice spot too, right on the right on the river, which is which is nice. You know, I, I think there, and this is you know, I think there should be more stuff in Morgantown that's focused on the river because it's a, it's yeah. a nice little area. It's what we it's one of our unique characteristics. You got that and like the mountains, that's right? Kind of our things. And you've yeah, got I Cooper's Rock, and you know. Yeah. I no. mean, that's there. There's that whole area of just nothing out there. Like, what well, we could do something here. I feel like you got put some Cooper's Rock because that's like the whole thing, is right. like The natural beauty, but like you, sh- you know what I mean. Like, there's I don't know. Put some benches. You know, I, I think there's a little path you can walk on, but I I think you you make that into a little bit more of of something. You know, people yeah. can walk. You know, across along the river. I think yeah. that'd be something, something fun to do. For sure. And it's yeah. The only the only nitpick I will have with that is that you kind of have to pay for parking if you're going to eat there. Yeah, that's, that's not very, that's the parking is general parking. kind of atrocious. <laughs> I mean, and we're talking quarters here, so if you're going to Olive Areas, you, I mean, I assume you probably got the quarters to spend, but it's still a little bit of a nuisance to have to pay uh, to park every time. I mean, I think Olive Areas is pretty affordable. I mean, Declan just said how I much just, the strip sake was. Nicer, it's a, just a nicer Yeah, it's a step up for sure. If you're going there, yeah. Like, but it's not. I wouldn't say it's like white tablecloth. I'd say it's like a step above. You know, it's 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 like kind of a a mix between casual and formal. It's kind of in that that hybrid. You know, you, you can't you can't wear like you know, you know like terrible like paint covered clothes, but yeah, you, yeah. you also don't have to wear a suit and tie. Like you know, it, it's 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 a good mix. Yeah, it's really good for what it is. It's not trying. You know. They're not trying to be anything crazy. They're not like because this is West Virginia, you know. Right. I feel like the places that do try a little too hard to do that, it gets a little bit like I don't know. It seems like kind of a joke a little bit when places try to be a little too fancier than trying to be more than what they are. Right. Yeah. Like I work at a nice hotel back home, and like that place, it it's the nicest place in the area. So that's what people, if like any, it's the pinnacle. Yeah. If any person like of notoriety, like Sean Payton, just came through town. No kidding. And he stayed there. And that, that's what I'm saying. Like, So they, I understand it in that realm a little bit more because they have kind of a, rep, a general reputation. Like with a restaurant like that, like around here, I mean, you're just, you're pandering to like a little bit of the wrong audience if you're trying too hard. And I think that's why Oliveri's is so nice. Because like you said, you don't have to wear a suit. It's a nice place to go eat, nice Italian food, but like kind of just kind of, maybe I'll say kind of. 18 more times but yeah you just relax and chill there I like once there. saw uh, Jared Dougie in there with his whole family the great Jared Dougie the great Jared Dougie W legend but yeah okay I'll move on is that anything else you want to add there about all the areas I'm like, not too much of a debate I think we're kind of in agreement this that. is uh, this is an agreement master agreement agreed, master agreement today uh, yeah, uh, like I said, seafood's great. You got the Ross Ravioli, the Mediterranean, which is like linguine, sauteed with shrimp, scallops, okay. plum tomatoes, all that. Actually, I like, okay, I know how we can shift this, this debate. So, it seems like you kind of like, would you say you like more nicer Italian uh, food but more than like maybe like what, because mine was Casa, like uh, Casa de Michi. Would you say you like that, prefer that more? Uh, that level of Italian food more to like pizza or garlic knots. I I, I would not say that. I, I I I've had a good few good meals. In fact, I might go eat at Casa after this. I haven't had dinner yet. I think I'm gonna go to there tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I, so I I wouldn't say that I'm against Casa by any means. Okay. Then I then I'll, I was I was gonna say we could debate that, but to have more of a debate, I'll say what we could switch to the Italian food since they're both on that kind of topic. Right. And I just feel like there's not, you know. I'm just going to talk about costume. You're going to be like, yeah, I think the same thing. And then that's, 
That's not fun, right? Yeah, no people fun. want us to butt heads. So what I will, I'll ask you, what is your... Yeah, people want to see us get physical. I mean, yeah. They can't see us get physical. No. We know. have the faces for radio, so, exactly. you know. Yeah. Uh, so I will say, what is your favorite Italian cuisine? Like, so, food? Yeah. <sighs> it, like, if you're going to go to a restaurant like that, like an Oliverio's or something... What's, like, the number one thing you're hoping they have? See, this is a basic take, and this isn't Italian food, technically. I'm a big chicken parm guy. Okay. It's not Italian. It's American, Italian-American. But I do like a nice pasta. I do like a nice pasta, you know, uh, some ziti, you know. Uh, I, I like a What's your number one? Like, you got it. Like, if they don't have it, you're like, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing? A slice of peace. A slice of pizza. I mean, you know. It, and like a fancy? We're talking fancy? A nice slice of pizza. You know, I, I, you can't go wrong. Respectable. Now, see, I like this because I, as much as I do agree with that, I have an answer. And my favorite. Now, see, this is now this is kind of weird because restaurant, I might be going, to, I might go down a different alley. But I'll stick to it for argument's sake here. Mine is lasagna. Lasagna. And that is. Okay. And I'm going to say lasagna. And we can go back and forth on this. So, I think lasagna is better than a chicken parm solely because a chicken parm is very easy to mess up. Not oh, maybe not very easy, but it's pretty easy. Like if it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I think uh, because chicken parm, you have there's a certain way you have to make it, and there's a certain kind of chicken you have to use. And there have been many many a time where I have had chicken parm. And it's just missed, and I so I kind of I kind of I kind of understand where you're coming from. I just think when it's done right, it's hard to beat. Just the mix of the chicken with the uh, with the sauce and cheese, it's so it's Maybe just the a, a concoction you can't miss. We might have to workshop on this because I don't see us disagreeing on a whole lot. Like no. now you're talking about chicken parm, and now <laughs> I it's good. It's I, so I guess we could do a yeah. Yeah, this is master agreeers for uh, this episode. It seems like, but we can <laughs> we can work on we're figuring out what we hate each other. But right. So we talked. Yeah, we talked some oliveras and lasagna. I mean, I just like lasagna. Well, go this, is, yeah. this is weird too because I I never used to like lasagna. I used to it was the ricotta cheese. I was just it was weird to me. You don't I, like I the ricotta? Yeah. No. Well, now I love it. It's okay. honestly one of my favorite parts about it. But I, sure. I was very picky as a kid. And so anything that oh, yeah. kind of just looked weird, uh, I was not touching. Oh, absolutely! I, I ate. My, my cousins always give me a drubbing for this. Um, I ate like f- five things, maybe. I ate baby carrots, cheese. Oh, yeah, okay, this is gonna be fun. I'll, you say yours, and then I'll say if I also ate it as a kid. Sure. But two two yeses so far. Okay. See if there's any commonalities here. I drank milk. Yes. Scrambled eggs. No. Okay. Um, and I guess like uh, yogurt, I'd say. Yeah, I would eat that. Yeah, it, it was it was uh, kind of a mix of that. Uh, when I was really young, obviously, I picked up a little bit more. I was picky even as like a young like adolescent. Like I was pretty picky. Want to hear something that's gonna blow your face off? Uh oh. I did never. I had never had Declan. You two, you're gonna want to hear this. I'd never had a burger of any kind, cheeseburger, hamburger, anything, whatever. Until I was a junior in high school, 17 years old. I, <laughs> I don't believe you. So okay, I technically I tried a bite of one as a tiny kid, but it was in that kids' cuisine. Why? You guys Why not? Those? Yeah, kids' cuisine was badass. I had I had one of those, and then since th- like, but there was just something about burgers. Like I just didn't like their look. I didn't yep. like how it looked, and I was like, no. I and that's funny you say that. No, I didn't wait that long. I think I was a 
a sixth grader, seventh grader, or somewhere in middle school. Long to wait. Yeah. I feel like if burgers, you either. That's one of the things you kind of either like it or you don't. I figure that would be a. F- for apparently, for most people, I remember my grandmother would give me flack. My parents would be like, I don't want like hot dogs and hamburgers. Every other kid eats them. Wait, hot dogs either? No hot dogs? I, I think I waited longer for hot dogs. Wow. Okay. I think now hot dogs was. Something interesting. I think hot dogs was eighth grade or seventh or eighth grade. I remember the <laughs> first time I had a cheeseburger, though. We'll circle back to the cheeseburger talk for a little bit. Because yeah, I have a little interesting story, too. Sure. With this. I would not. I, I wouldn't eat meat. I was basically a vegetarian for wow. a long time. I, I wouldn't eat meat except for what, like maybe dinosaur chicken nuggets, which, by the way, still I, okay, darn yeah, good. Besides, besides like chicken nuggets and those types of meat, yeah, I was probably right there with you. Yeah, not a lot of natural real right. meat. Right, processed foods that will kill you five years earlier than you should be. Anyway, so it was. I remember this. It's not a crazy story, but it's just funny. Uh, I wouldn't eat meat, and one night. My dad made burgers, and my parents were like, you know, they're licking their chops. You know, they're like, oh, my God, burger night. Yeah. And for some reason, I usually just wouldn't eat stuff, and my mom would yell at me, and, you know, it's a whole thing. Like, you know, why don't you eat anything? Like, we can't go traveling. Like, I was always making my own dinners. Yep. yep. Really? Oh, yeah. Young cook. I mean, I wasn't making anything crazy, but if it was something, like, during my later years, if it was, like, I w- when I felt a little more shame for it, I would at least try it. Like, right. Try to get, if it was something I absolutely, I'm like, no way like just look to show off like i just wouldn't but i sure would, if i'm making myself something it would just be like you know a peanut butter and jelly or like yep. a ham and cheese i did a peanut butter i didn't like jelly no, i i used not. to live off peanut butter sandwiches i still eat them pretty often to this day this, we could talk we should uh, talk about this a little more this is I, I, interesting i never knew like right i always thought i was always most picky no i, I listen I'm, I'm right there with you on the pickiness um yeah I, I i usually didn't try things my mom would yell me blah 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 i just said screw it i'm gonna try it I took a bite of the burger, and I was like, oh, my God. Same this here. is absolutely the best thing I've ever eaten. And now cheeseburgers are probably my second, first favorite food. Yeah, exactly. Uh, mine is uh, very similar to that, but it's a little bit different. So, um, as I mentioned, my brother lives out in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And this was right before the first time we were about to go visit him. And, like, the big thing with L.A. is always, like, what it's in and out Or that it's, like, their burgers in general. But in and out is, like... You go there, you get in and out. Like, that's what you do. And so I was like, okay, it's been long enough. Like, they don't look as gross to me anymore. I'm going out to L.A. I got to try in and out But I want to try one first so I have kind of, you know, like a basis. Like, I want to start getting getting going with this. And same thing, like, as you said, my dad was making burgers one night on the grill. Family's, like, salivating at the mouth. Right. Ready for right. it. Right. And then I, like, I'm looking at him as my dad's making them. I'm like, those look pretty darn good. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, I got to try one before we go out there. I'm 17 years old. This is. Time to man up. Is, yeah, time to man up and have a burger. But, and yeah, same deal with you. I, bite one. I was like, oh, my God, what have I been doing? I had two yeah. that night. And, like, I don't even get crazy with them. I just, like burger patty you know now that i've been eating them more i'll throw a few more things on there but at the time like i was just burger patty cheese or patty cheese bun that's all i need yeah that was always how i was yeah i mean uh, it, it was just i i don't know what the heck i was doing i mean it, it went from i wouldn't touch meat to now now me i live off meat yeah. like i gotta have meat every single day yeah, like at this <laughs> point i would make burgers almost every single night yeah, yeah. I, I back it in, in my freshman year of college i i would I mean, I act like that was such a long time ago, but like, I would make burgers a lot, and I'd just be like, you know, salivating, and you know, yeah. I, I'd be lying if I didn't tell you I, I'd go 
spend a little too much money on five guys every so often i mean that's that's still my favorite burger to this day and that's another i think that's another debate we can have is favorite burger yeah okay uh, that would be good because that's right. a little more agreeable in terms of you know we got burger but what is the everybody's best everybody's got their place everyone's got yeah. their place uh-huh. so you know may, perhaps i foreshadowed my my choice but uh we can get into that another time but um Declan, I was gonna say, I was gonna pass to you. Any any interesting food things? Anything you heard there? You want to comment on? Anything you just want to toss out there? Um, you did just say something that I was gonna comment on, but I forget. Oh, uh, what were you just talking about, jo- Joel? Uh, Burgers. My first burger. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't like hot dogs when I was. Oh really yeah, yeah, really younger. Dogs. I did not like hot dogs, especially the ones that were like at like you know like. Uh, like team dinners that mm-hmm. were just like in hot water. Yeah, those are. Yeah, those are. Yeah, those, see, are no, so that, those are my favorite ones. I would always want my. I like those now. Yeah. but see, yeah, you know, a nice grilled hot dog. It, I think hot dog is definitely a weirder one. If you're, I mean, neither of them are that weird, just because we, you know, the nature of being American, that's like right. our two right. top ones. America. Right? And like, so they're not that weird, but like in turn, if you want to break it down, like hot dog is definitely a weirder one to like. Oh, absolutely. A burger, burger is at least yeah, like it's one type of meat. You know where it's coming from. <laughs> well, for the most part. You know, <laughs> you this yeah. is America. We don't know where anything comes from anymore. But like no. burger, you, you got an idea. Yeah. And it's simple. Cheese, bread, boom. There you go. Have you guys yeah. ever like, been to uh, Cheese Louise? No, but no. I, I that is the That best sounds good. In, in where is that? It's like right up on the street. Yeah, it's here, like right uh, over here. It's okay. like a food truck in it's a on Wells or Willie Street. Willie Street. It's right up on Willie Street. So yeah, if you just keep following this. That sounds fantastic. Uh, my my girlfriend, she's talked about it before. She keeps wanting to go, and we just never make it. But yeah, because <laughs> but it, like like a hot dog, yeah. It's like you don't really know what kind of meat it is. Uh, yeah, it's kind of just a, a a like combination of different parts of the cow, right? It's like, hey, yeah. We're take this mystery meat. We're gonna put it in bread, and then we're gonna put tomato sauce all over it. <laughs> delicious. Like or mustard. If you describe that to me as a kid. I'd be like, ew. Yeah, I mean, describe it to me now. It's I like, hate it, but yeah, that's that's funny you say that because those hot dogs. I always ask my mom to boil my hot dogs. This is my favorite hot dog restaurant, like we, that we went to in my town. Like they did it, but like it also. Wait, I think you went dead there for a second. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, but like they boil hot dogs, but boiled hot dogs also are like a specific. They're a little bit different than the type you would kind oh, of. Oh, completely grow. different they're vibe. Different. Yeah, and once sure. I realized that. Everything it was like, you know, it was like awakening from the DMP <laughs> trip, yeah, yeah. you know, of childhood. I was right, like, I was conscious. Oh, there are different types of hot dogs. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes you know you don't mind having a boiled hot dog where you know you just sit down, you know, and throw it in the water for five minutes. Well, then, you know, you know, you get especially at the ballpark, you get that bun, then you get it in the foil. Yeah. And the dog steams that bun a little bit too. Fenway Franks, mm-hmm. dude. I like sausages too. Yeah, that's another Dogs. one. That's another one. Yeah, KM Fenway Franks, yeah. I never, yeah. I never ate sausage either as a kid. Really? And I started to eat, eat it more. What, what I really like to do, and uh, is weird, I started doing it with like under my own fruition, but I've seen guys do it on TikTok, so I don't want to say it's like my idea because yeah, yeah. I've probably been slightly influenced somewhat, somewhere else. Sure. But, uh, Buying uh, brats, just like any old brat, and then you squeeze them out and you make patties with them, and you can do Ooh. like brat burgers. That actually sounds kind of fire. fire. Yeah, it does. You can get Sausage the cheese burger. on and like pe- the because like peppers. I like peppers on a brat sometimes, and it's easier to get that coverage. But dude, I was in France once, real quick, and uh, I had a horse burger. It was horse, horse meat. Oh, oh my god, it was great. Nah, I've been to Arby's before. <laughs> Arby's, yeah, we have the meats. We have the meats. 
Yeah, I think another thing we'll probably do a lot on this show is we're big voice impression yeah, guys. Voices, bits. Lots so if of you like bits. that type of stuff, <laughs> yeah, you've you come like to the right place. Heard, and you like what yeah. you heard just now. When I, I don't know. Hopefully not to Declan's chagrin, but uh, you know. <laughs> but I mean, unless anybody else has anything crazy to add, I, I feel like that'll kind of. I think that's the end of the inaugural episode of What's Poppin'. Unless Declan, if you have any nuggets of information you like to share with our millions of listeners. All right. All right. But, uh, yeah, again, I'm Joel Butcher alongside. I'm Jonathan Hamilton. And then producer. No, wait, I think you're dead again. We lost you. Oh, no. Well, his name is Declan Condon. Well, his name is Declan Condon. I think we lost him a little bit, you know. We're we're learning as we go here, and uh, oh, there you go, there he is. Uh, 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 we got to make an Instagram. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We we are. We're gonna get. We're gonna be doing a lot of things. I think. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things. I think we can talk about this after the end of the podcast. But I have some ideas for for exactly. stuff. So, but all right, I think sweet. That does it. It'll be.